Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio Nonsense, 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 Radio I've had some of you ask, why do I always have a go at 100-year-olds who listen to this? And I really hope they're not. I hope you're not. If you're 100, stop listening right now. But I don't have a go at the 0-5-year-olds who might listen when I've specifically said that it's for 6 to 99. And look, that is a very good question. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanking you. Thanks. Well, the thing is, OK, look, shh. But it is actually suitable for everyone aged 0 to 5. But I don't say that because the 0 to 2 year olds are probably too busy pooing themselves and eating things off the floor to listen. And the 3 to 5 year olds are too busy doing important things like, you know, running into a wall or trying to look at things upside down or talk to a spider. So I don't want them to think they have to stop their important, important businesses to listen to this show. No, that wouldn't do. Not in these current times. We very much need everyone who enjoys pooing themselves and eating things off the floor to keep doing that. And we need experts at looking at things upside down and talking to spiders. So if you are naught to five, look, you can definitely listen to this show, but only as a break in between pooing for the planet and falling over for no reason for the people. So that's why. OK, OK. So, uh, look, I hope you're all doing okay this week with being stuck at home and not at school. And I did think that if you've run out of ways to annoy your gawky, clumsy balloon things with faces, sorry, grown-ups, then why not try, every time they ask you to do something, saying, no, no, this won't do, I demand to speak to your manager. Insist that you'll only speak to the person in charge, and as, you know, your grown-ups tell you they are in charge, insist that you know that's not true, as you saw the manager hanging around outside earlier, and then just point anywhere you might have seen, like a ladybird, or a bee, or any other bug, and definitely say, no, I saw the manager, they were out there, they were sitting in that flower, uh, no, they were like spinning a web, um, so I know that they were very important, and I'll only talk to them. I reckon that should cause at least an hour of confusion, so do have fun with that. Uh, thank you so much for all the questions that you've sent in um, we are slowly getting through them and, and if you sent a question in it definitely will be answered at some point and we would love even more of you to do that too so do listen to details at the end of the show and send in anything that you'd like me to find a comedian to answer but for now on this show <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I am joined today by the brilliant Beck Hill how are you Beck? Oh, I am so good. Just got back from the future. It was pretty awesome. 
Whoa, hang on. Sorry, what you've just been... Is that allowed at the moment? Because obviously everyone listening to this is stuck at home and we've been told to stay at home. But can you go to the future while already at home? Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, I have to go through some quarantine stuff when I get to the future to make sure that I'm not at risk of uh, endangering anyone else. But um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty nice out there, actually. It's it's quite positive. So it's um, putting me in a good mindset for now. And and what sort of... uh, quarantining or what sort of checks they give you when you're in the future? Does it involve robots or, I don't know, poking you with a lady? What's it, what, what do they do? Oh, it's really cool. You go into this big bubble room. It's like going, it's basically like going inside a bouncy castle, but all the walls are closed. And then they spray this mist, which goes like, like that. And it smells like cookies. It's really, really nice. And then that's it. That's, that's the quarantine. It just makes sure that you don't have anything. You're not carrying anything. It's really quick. That's that's absolutely amazing. But what happens if you're carrying cookies and then the smell of the cookies disguises the cookies you're carrying? Do you get in a lot of trouble? Uh, no, but then afterwards they have sniffer dogs and the dogs want the cookies and then you're not allowed to eat them. Ah, but dogs get cookies, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, the dog gets cookies, so everyone wins in a way. I, I think they've got a lot of things really sussed in the future, and I'm very excited about being there. Uh, in in wait, hang on, how far in the future are you? I mean, I feel like I'm jumping ahead of our question for this week's show. Um, mm, but yes. uh, so, in fact, let me save some of that because we've got some other things I need to ask you first. Um, as you're on the Radio Nonsense podcast, um, first of all, I was going to say everyone's stuck at home, but you're not. You're popping to the future and back all the time. Um, but if you when you are at home, uh, what's your tip for sort of uh, dealing with that or is it that you just go to the future as and when you like oh well i try and i i I try and keep the future stuff to to only on occasion otherwise i might as well move there so um when i'm at home and i'm stuck at home i find some good tips uh i really like drawing so i've started to draw a lot of things in my house and things i see outside the window and i play with paint and one of the things i want to do is make some postcards that of things in my house and so then once um i can get to a post box or get someone to go to a post box for me then i can send some postcards from my house and what are the things in your house that you're enjoying drawing or is there anything you've seen outside your window that you have particularly wanted to draw yeah there's some nice trees outside my window which has been really nice and it's really hard to get the right color of blue for the sky so i've been having fun drawing lots of different types of skies that is that is pretty good. We uh, outside our house, we've had one uh, slightly angry squirrel. Uh, we have had uh, one sleepy cat. <laughs> we also at one point had a man in a yellow vest uh, fix a lamppost, which was like watching the greatest movie of all time. Oh, that's exciting! That's some good action. It was it was pretty good action. And sadly, the three things didn't meet. I would like to have seen an angry squirrel and a lazy cat confront a man fixing a lamppost, but you know that will have to happen in my head. Yeah, well, you could draw it and send it as a postcard. That's amazing. And who are you sending your postcards to? I've got some friends and family who have said that they would like the postcard, so I said I would send it to them. But I might keep some on hold for me and then take them into the future and put them in a museum. That's such a good idea. And are you writing the postcards like you're on holiday as well? Sort of like, um, uh, yeah. wish you were here. Yeah, like, wish you were here. I have That's it. been lying in the sunshine coming through my window from our living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The TV was really great today. Everyone had a brilliant time. <laughs> the staff seem a bit grumpy, but otherwise... <laughs> <laughs> the food could be better. That's my fault. The pool is very small and hasn't been cleaned for a while and is full of bubble bath, but I don't know why. <laughs> 
And there's an even smaller pool next to it that makes a flushing sound and smells of poo. <laughs> yeah. And there was a chocolate on my pillow, but I don't know how it got there because there's not been anyone else in my house and now I'm scared that there's a chocolate ghost. <laughs> Uh, a chocolate ghost pooing on your pillow. That is disgusting. Uh, is it disgusting or is that how they make chocolate bars? I've never thought about it before. I mean, that that could be something that we've uncovered right now. It's a bit like the tooth fairy comes and takes your tooth, gives you a pound. Maybe the uh, chocolate ghost. I don't know what they take, but then they leave a little poo on your pillow as a thank you. Yeah, a chocolate bar. That's lovely. Well, that's lovely. A little nice thought for all the and kids. And then out the there. teller is when they get the runs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, lovely times. So, well, I, I I look forward to uh, lots of children listening to us putting all of that on postcards and telling uh, all their friends and family about the uh, chocolate poo ghosts that live in their house. <laughs> um, and and obviously, Beck, this is an audio podcast for the ears, for the people's ears that go to their brains. Yes. Um, and because it's audio, um, and I know you've been on the show a couple of times before, but I, I wondered if you've maybe got a, a new or a different favourite noise that you could tell us about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think uh, I, my new favourite noise is this one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was amazing. What was that? Um, that is my impression of when I turn on my computer, but I also drop it in the bath at the same time. <laughs> Wait, hang on a second why are you using your are you using your computer in the bath or are you using your computer by the bath why is why have you yeah. got it so near the bath yeah i'll put some movies or something on my computer and set it up on a stool next to the bath but that's i've now learned is not only foolish because it could end up with drowning your computer but uh very dangerous and i do not recommend it <laughs> i'm very pleased but it makes a lovely sound yeah yeah, yeah. I make the sounds so that you don't have to. That's a really good idea. Um, and may I suggest to the kids listening to this podcast, if you do want to hear that sound, maybe keep away from the bathroom. Just put your mum or dad's computer in the bath while no one's in it. That's probably the safest way to do it, I think. Or just rewind and listen to me doing this again. That's actually probably the safest way. Well, that's it. I, I, sorry, I interrupted that. Can you do it again? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a that's such a very good noise. It also sounds quite similar to if there was, say, like a robot duck, uh, just sort of like uh, flapping about in a pond. Aren't all ducks robots? Whoa! Oh wait, I wasn't supposed to reveal that. That's just for future I, people to know. Uh-oh. That was quite a big revelation. Um, just that pretend we... I didn't say that. Hey, is that why you're not meant to feed them bread? Does it get like clogged in the in the system or? Yeah, that's exactly why. And that's why they what? sound like robots. Think about how a duck quacks. Oh, my goodness. No other <laughs> animal makes a noise like that. That's incredible. Hang on, so what should we be feeding ducks? Should I be sort of taking some nuts and bolts and, and things or, or just some paper? And well, I was going to say oil. Don't put oil in the in the ponds. <laughs> Again, I'm giving very bad <laughs> advice. <laughs> Oh gosh, this is gonna end. This is gonna cause so much trouble. Um, okay, uh, this podcast, is, uh, despite what we've been saying so far, is suitable for everyone aged six to ninety nine. Uh, no one, one, no one hundred year olds. Like I say it every week, you know it. You know the rules. No one hundred year olds. Hundred one year olds, fine. No one hundred year olds. So, um, but because it's for everyone, Beck. Uh, obviously, there are no rude as long words as they on this don't show. Take so, my advice. what was that? As long as they don't take my advice. 
No, 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 no. I think they, they will only take the sensible bits of your advice, uh, which we haven't had yet, but maybe at some point <laughs> during the show. Um, so as it's for everyone, um, there's no rude words. What rude word won't you be saying on today's show? I won't be saying muscle cluck. Muscle cluck? Yeah. Is that like a really beefy chicken? Yes. <laughs> Got it that's in very one. offensive. That's exactly that's... what it is. It's a chicken that's that's eaten too much spinach. Uh, well, that is, I mean, I'm yeah. very pleased you won't be saying that. That is, that is really yeah. offensive. The drumsticks are massive, though. Oh, my goodness. You can play yeah. all the drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've got, when you talk about chickens, like pecs, it's not like with their beak. It's actually like, well, they got pecs down there, like abs down their front. Oh, my goodness. And um, what do they do? Sort of go around bench pressing cows and stuff? or Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're like, some, they can get quite aggressive. So they'll like bully a pig or something. Wow. Well, I'm very glad you won't be saying muscle cluck on today's show. That is a really horrendous, horrendous term. And hopefully mm. no one will say muscle cluck ever again. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Never use that term. Muscle cluck Never is a bad so. word. Really awful. Really awful. Um, right. So on to the most important bit of today's show, which you've also you've kind of already answered, really, which is is why I thought you'd be perfect uh, to to get on this episode to talk about it. Um, we had a question sent in from Kino, age six, which is a very cool name. Well done, Kino. That is a cool name. Um, and uh, Kino would like to ask if we will ever be able to time travel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, it's this, this is so strange. I had to come back and do this podcast because we're actually stuck in a in a time loop thing where I have to fulfill this. But after Kino listens to this podcast, they actually go out and invent time travel, which is how I'm able to travel in time. Whoa, what Kino does? Yeah, yeah. And so... The only way I'm able to come back and answer this question for Kino is by using the time travel technology that Kino will one day invent. That's amazing. And how long yeah. have we got? Because Kino's age six right now. Sort of roughly how long How long have they got? Uh, uh, ten years. Kino oh, wow. Well, that's not... when they invent time travel. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad for a 16-year-old. That's very smart. Yeah, indeed. they've retired already in the future. That's incredible. They're like and... a millionaire found it by accident or or on purpose what's happened there uh on purpose it was actually part of a school project which um no one thought that they would be able to pull off but um they, they got an a plus as well so that they might be happy oh good to hear that. Yeah, i'm very yeah. pleased very pleased to hear that that sort of sounds deserved really um and uh i guess it's a school project it can does everyone sort of learn to time travel using things like cardboard tubes and bits of pasta stuck to pictures or what do they do? Yeah, there's a lot of rubber bands, a lot of paper clips. Um, I, I don't know entirely how it works. I just use it. You know, it's a bit like a car. You know, some hmm. people can drive a car, but they don't. They couldn't build one. So I'm not sure what entirely goes into it. But it was made out of recycled bits and pieces. So it was was, was things just lying around um, the house or or in various bins that's great. That's really good. And is it? So I actually suggest is, that Kino should start looking through bins now to get ideas. So, and if anyone tells you off, you you can say, "Well, it's so I can invent time travel." I think it's really important. I, I think, along with the other brilliant advice that you've given on today's episode, I think yeah, you definitely yeah, yeah. definitely rummage through bins. Um, and, and I I'd like to ask: is it is it worth it? I mean, you've mentioned that you like going to the future. Is there 
is there cool stuff there? Have you, have you popped to the past at all? What's What's been the sort of highlights of your trip so far? Oh, well, technically now is the past for me because I, I'm originally from the future. That's how I was able to use the technology. Um, I, I came back here because I uh, I just like the simpler times, you know, and sure. um, uh, and I, I find the people very interesting around now. Plus, also by today's standards, I'm really smart, but in the future, I'm very very dumb. So um, I like coming back, and everyone thinks that I'm really clever. But uh, but back back in the future, I um, uh, everyone thinks I'm I'm very very stupid. <laughs> Oh no! And what are, what are you coming back? Are there are there things like now in in today's world uh, that, that you particularly enjoy coming back for? Are there things like, I don't know like um like fruit tubes, uh, you know, cheesy crisps? There must be some things that you don't have in the future. That's like I'm I'm pleased to go back and eat those. Yeah, uh, actually, well, we've got everything in the future plus more because they've found really good ways of recreating things that uh, create a lot less waste. So uh, it's actually very abundant in the future because they've been able to do that. I don't know how to do it because, as I said, in the future, I'm very stupid and they're very smart. But I really like fidget spinners and slime. So I came back to now because that's when it's really easy to get hold of those things. Whereas in the future, if you play with slime or a fidget spinner, everybody thinks you're an idiot. Oh, wow. That's uh, yeah. I, I can't believe I, only only clever people play with fidget spinners and slime. I'm sure that's what i've yeah. heard it's like if you went back you know 10 or 20 well it's like if you went back 20 years from today you know if you went back to the late 90s or early 2000s and you played with a yo-yo then everyone would be like ah oh, that's really cool but today if you played with a yo-yo everyone would be like Psh. oh wow and what what are people playing with in the future they have something advanced like a fidgety slime or something yeah, it's uh, it's mainly in virtual. It's like a virtual reality bell, right? Yeah, so you can ring the bell as loud as you want, but it's in virtual reality, so no one else can hear it. I don't know. They're really into it. I don't get it. I think it sounds silly. Wow. Yeah, that's um. So just just ringing bells, but in 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 the computer. Yeah, they're really big. They're like they're like church bells. <laughs> Right, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, everyone w- would like to ring a church bell, and and why wouldn't you choose to? If you could access anywhere in the world to, virtually, why wouldn't you ring a church? Well, bell? Well, I tried to do it, but then when I went to pull the big rope that the bell was on, um, I it, it turned out I was just pulling down my curtains, and then I got in a lot of trouble. Uh. And, you know, I did, did it in the bathroom. Turns out I was just turning the lights on and off. Wow, oh, that's a real shame. That's a real shame. Yeah. Um, and now you've got no curtains and uh, and your lights. I've broken on. the light in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real shame. Yeah. Well, so I, that's I, why I suppose I'm back here now in in all, 2020. Yeah, all these things take getting used to. I'm sure all of these things you have to adapt to. And uh, and I'm pretty sure just by listening to this, children everywhere will know that they have to practice pulling on things in case they are a bell uh, in a virtual landscape. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's any takeaways from today's episode, it's. Uh, Pull on stuff in case it's a bell. Uh, um, <laughs> look in bins. So because one day you might need to build a time machine. Yep. Um, don't don't put a computer in the bath. Uh, no. Listen to me making the noise. In fact, make that, you know, if, if you've got a parent that has a ringtone or, or something like that, make that the ringtone. Make that your little project right now. 
That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And don't so feed oil to ducks. Every time their phone rings, it well. just goes. Uh, yeah, don't feel feed. Don't feed oil to ducks. In fact, um, just just leave them be. Don't chase them either, because uh, if you antagonize them, then they sort of go like you know, like transformers, and um, they're huge and very scary. So um, yeah, never never scare a duck. That's probably my <laughs> biggest advice for today. Never scare a duck, and I think that's advice that we can all uh, we can all really take on board. At, at the moment, uh, children might not be getting to see ducks very often, probably for the best, uh, to be honest. Um, otherwise, mm. they might sort of hack your toaster or whatever it is that robots do nowadays. So, uh, yeah, very sensible advice. Never scare a duck. Thank you so much for that. What Beck. happens and, if you uh, have your toaster hacked? Uh, I, I think they can sort of like slightly change uh, how toasted your bread is. Oh, okay. It's so you'd be like, like, I was like it on a three, and your face or something. I mean, maybe they, maybe they make the toaster like go on its side so that when it pops, it like pops straight into your eyes, uh, which would be oh, what amazing. If you, what if you just stood up a little bit so that it pops straight into your mouth? That's such a clever idea, and that's that's why yeah. humans will always win. Yeah, that's right. In fact, that's how breakfast works in the future. Is it? Walk into the kitchen. Good morning. Hum. Mouthful of toast. Well, even if you don't want a mouthful of toast. Uh, yeah, it's actually a problem for a lot of people, especially if you're gluten-free. Yeah, quite, yeah, that's going to be quite, quite awkward. It's quite aggressive. I mean, I don't – sometimes I almost would like a cup of coffee or, or tea before I have my toast, and actually to walk in yeah. or something, bah! you'd be like, oh, hang on a minute. I didn't want my oh, toast yeah, just yeah. yet. Well, we don't drink coffee or tea in the future because of all the burns – You'd walk in, good morning, and then just coffee and tea in the face, and everyone decided that was too dangerous, so they stuck to toast. Sure. So I'm guessing, like, uh, fried eggs are out as well? Um, uh, no, actually, fried eggs are encouraged um, because uh, if you can get them shot at the right angle, you can make a, make a smiley face on your, on your belly. That's quite incredible. That's the future yeah. breakfast sounds really amazing and terrifyingly dangerous. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you so much, Beck. You've, you've given us so much advice, and I think you've answered uh, Kino's question um, very succinctly, actually. And I, I think uh, very, not succinctly, very comprehensively. Um, so uh, hopefully that that will cheer him right up. And uh, and and just are you about to pop back to the future now? Are you going to the past for a little bit? That the past part, the the past past, or what? What are you up to? Uh, no, I don't go into the past. I think it's really boring. I already know what knows what. I already knows what happens. <laughs> so, because of your historian yeah, knows yeah of course yeah that's right yeah so i'm gonna I'm, i think i'm gonna stick around here for a little bit and then um i know i might occasionally pop to the future if i want to smell like cookies that sounds lovely that sounds lovely well good luck with that and uh speak to you soon <laughs> thanks tannin i'll say hi to your grandkids for you Wow, how amazing was that? We got to speak to a proper time traveller today. I mean, I'm also a time traveller, but I'm not very good at it uh, like Beck is. You know, I just travel in time forwards, you know, by the second, uh, like most of us do. It's not very good, but you can have a go if you want. Um, Check this. Hey, I'm in the future. Oh, no, wait, no, now I'm in the future. Oh, wait, no, now I'm in the future again. And I mean, you can keep doing that, but it takes a long time for robots to appear. So, uh, Kino, I hope that answered your question and thank you for sending it in. And thanks tons to Beck for answering it. Um, if any of you other lot what listen to this also have anything at all that you need to ask, then I'm afraid you'll have to speak to the manager. Ha! I joke. Uh, what you can do is ask those gawky, clumsy balloon things with faces 
sorry, grown-ups. To help you, email me your question or questions at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk and I'll find a funny person to answer it. Please also ask those grown-ups to make sure you're subscribed to this show and give it a review on wherever they get their podcasts from. Unless it's from the garden, because then that's not a podcast. That's just like some mud or something, or maybe the aforementioned spider who's actually the manager and don't leave a review on him or you won't be allowed back at the restaurant. See you next time for more noises and don't forget to leave those naught to five-year-olds alone as they are very, very busy, you know. Okay? Okay. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.